Welcome to another episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory, and this is episode 468. It's one of the odd things that pops into my head when I do the episode numbers. I don't know why I'm giving you this as a sidebar, but anyway, it's every time I get an even number one, like 468, for some reason, 468 to me sounds like a nice, even round number, and all the even numbers are even numbers. But anyway, I digress into a moment of insanity there. Today, we're going to be talking about presets and the notion of presets in our photography. But just as a quick reminder, I've got a number of workshops up on my website. So if you hit danieljgregory.com, you can check out workshops on learning to be more efficient in your workflows in Lightroom, online critique. I've got the Meaningful Image Workshop is quickly filling up. So if you're interested in taking that workshop about diving deeper into the meaning of your work, that workshop is filling up quickly. I've also got a number of other webinars and workshops. But anyway, go ahead and hit the website and you'll find all of that information. Again, that's danieljgregory.com. All right, presets. I get asked a lot about what do I think of presets in Lightroom as somebody who teaches a lot of Lightroom classes. And today's topic, like I said, involves presets. And we're going to expand a little bit beyond what's just preset possible inside of Lightroom. But I do want to start sort of with the notion of a preset in Lightroom, because I think it's an interesting jump point for part of our conversation. And when we look at a preset, what a preset is something that's set up ahead of time. You know, you preset your oven to 350. The oven's not at 350. You're setting it to go to 350. If you push a preset on your radio, it jumps to whatever radio station you're wanting or whatever channel on Sirius XM you're listening to. But it's sort of a predetermined thing to do. So when we come back to Lightroom and we look at presets in Lightroom, and there are presets for everything. Printing, importing file naming, metadata, there's all sorts of presets. But the preset most of us think about is the one that sits inside the development module. And I have oftentimes had sort of a love-hate relationship with presets. I think presets are very good, actually. I think they're a very important part of our workflow. I think especially for repetitive tasks, things that we do over and over again, having a preset. When you know you're going to move up dehaze slider or you're going to do noise reduction or sharpening, and you're going to go to a certain spot to start, I think it's great because a preset always requires some level of refinement. There's some little bit we need to sort of do to it. And I think that's one of my issues with the preset is that a preset is never exactly what we want. It just gets us closer to the ballpark. So if you apply the preset called Dramatic Sky, it's going to make a sky more dramatic, but it requires us again to go in and further refine that. But one of the things that I really have started to think about with presets when working with people is Again, when we think about the three buckets of knowledge, I guess there's probably another way to think about that. But anyway, with three buckets of knowledge, there's the things I know, the things I don't know, and then there's the big bucket. The things I don't know, I don't know, which is to say that I don't even know what question to ask about doing something. And I think in editing photographs, a lot of times we can get into the I don't know what I don't know space pretty quickly. We know what we want to do to a photograph sometimes. We also know the skills we have inside of editing or processing or printing that, whether even in the analog darkroom, by the way, this was the same process. People who didn't know water bass and they didn't know contrast filter adjustments and they didn't know selective dodging and burning, whatever it was, we're always kind of in this boat. But we don't necessarily understand what's possible with our photographs. And this is one of the areas where I think presets become sort of interesting. Because if you walk through a series of presets, even if you just took the default presets from Lightroom and you went through an image and you sort of clicked on those and you looked at what happens to that image as you mouse over each one of those presets, which is nice. We can mouse over the preset and kind of see a preview of what it's going to do. But you can start to see what's possible with your photographs. 
I may not even know I want to do a color grading to make the effect I want. I just know I want this feeling and this emotion and I can't figure out how to get there. Again, it's sort of in a realm of unknownness to me. Well, by clicking on a preset, I can start to get an idea. But this is where I think so many of us sort of stumble when it comes to the preset. It's similar to sort of applying a filter in a program like Snapseed or Instagram, where we just have something we sort of like, but we don't ever really take the time to figure out what is it about that particular feature of a preset or filter, what is that aesthetic that I'm drawn to? And so one of the challenges I would put forth is that you grab an image that you're wanting to process, and as you go through and look at the presets, one of the great things about a preset is it's doing nothing but moving the slider bars over in the development panels. Now it might touch tone curve, it might touch transform, it might touch grain, it might touch all, anything over there. But part of looking at those presets is twofold. One, can you figure out what caused that effect? What tool might have made that adjustment? Because that's gonna help you in the future when you don't want the preset, but you want the effect of being able to recall what does a tool do? How does a tool behave? What is it sort of operating experience like? I think the other thing it does is it helps us start to develop a deeper awareness and a deeper insight into how we understand a photograph. Because if I mouse over a photograph, or I mouse over a preset and it targets my photograph, and now I look at that photograph and I say to myself, hmm, it looks a lot different. But how does it look different? How is that change to color, contrast, saturation, the whether it's black and white and monochrome, does it have color grading into it? Are the blacks softer? Or are they harder? How much detail is preserved? When we start to look at what does the preset actually do, and then correspondingly, how do I respond to that when I look at the photograph? How do I respond to those changes? Once I identify them, what was the slider bar, I can then start to figure out what is sort of the psychological, emotional impact of that on me. And I'm not saying that every time we move a particular slider bar, we have the same emotional response, but it can lean us into that, that an image that has a softer black doesn't create as much, say, tension in the photograph for you or whatever it is. It doesn't really matter what the specific component is as long as you start to figure out when you look at something, that's how you respond. And this is how we can sort of get some help in the I don't know what I don't know bucket. So when I look at a preset and I mouse over a preset, if I'm willing to take the time to figure out what the preset did and how I responded to it, I can then start to think about my photographs and how I want to process them in the future for not just the aesthetic look, but the emotional content, and then start to figure out which tools and how those tools get applied, get me closer to the impact that I want to have as a photographer. Now, one of the other interesting things sort of about presets and thinking about that notion of setup ahead of time or set ahead of time as the definition of a preset, I think it offers an interesting opportunity when we look at sort of an expectation. An expectation has in many ways the same sort of context as a preset. It's something that we set ahead of time. We set that expectation up before we go out to photograph, whether it be the weather, whether it be the subject matter, we are expecting certain things to happen with our photography. And I think as we get more and more involved and more and more connected to that work, we can realize that one of the things, just like using a preset in Lightroom, is that our 
expectations can be significantly altered because of the assumptions we make going in based on our preset ahead of time. And I think being aware of what is an expectation's impact on us going out photographically. If you're expecting to just go out and have an experience, that's different than I'm going to go out and get one of the best photographs I've ever made. And the pressure, the psychology, the way of seeing is different. If you're seeing for experience and you're seeing for the perfect photograph, that is going to be a completely different experience out in the field. And so I think sort of understanding expectations becomes an interesting component in thinking about presets because it is something we set up ahead of time before we go out to photograph. Another component of sort of getting preset, I think, is how we prepare and pack for what we're going to do photographically. We go out and set up what camera we're going to take, what lenses, how much equipment, how heavy is that. And if you throw a 60-pound pack on your back to carry every single thing you own out into the field, or you travel fast and light, you will photograph differently. You will have been set up to be successful in different ways based on those choices. I also think in getting prepared about not just the location I'm going, am I scouted ahead using whether it's Google Earth or PhotoPills or whatever tools you use to get prepared to go photograph someplace, but are you mentally and emotionally prepared for the type of photography you want to do when you get there? So many times I've watched people get out to a place and they either get awestruck and enamored and just go giddy like a kid in a candy store, or they show up in a headspace where clearly there's something that is nagging at them, pulling at them, that's no longer aligning to what they thought they were going to be doing. So it kind of bumps into that expectation preset category. But by setting up and being prepared so that when our feet hit the ground, we have the equipment we need, we have the mindset we need, and then our aptitude, our abilities, our creativity can come into play to allow us to do the best work possible. Not that we're going to be successful, but we're going to be able to put the best foots forward because we've been put our, we put ourselves into a space to be more successful by allowing that predetermined, that setting up ahead of time to make sure that we're both physically and mentally prepared for that. I think the last piece sort of around that preset bucket to throw into that sort of preset category is setting up ahead of time sort of an idea of what we want. And I do think there's huge value in what I like to start to, I've been starting to think about calling it photographic brainstorming, which is just to go out and photograph. There are no bad ideas. There are no bad photographs. You just click and see what happens. But there is a point where we realize we have ideas. We have set up ahead of time sort of an idea of what we want. And not necessarily the expectation for the weather or the shot, but we have the conceptual idea set up ahead of time. And I think in a lot of times that's sort of like a preset. And one of the things with conceptual ideas and concepts in work is going back to that radio analogy of a preset station. I think one of the things that's important for us to carry with us is a bunch of ideas sort of programmed into those buttons on your radio. And then when you're out photographing, you have the ability to sort of instantaneously, for lack of a better word, but I want to change from radio station A to radio station B. It's just the push of a button. And I now get that transition point to that. I don't have to do a bunch of work. I don't have to do a bunch of effort to make that transition. There are, I guess it depends on how old your car is or new your car is, but you know, you got four or five stations that are programmed in on those buttons. That tells you how old I guess my car is. I have five stations I can program in on my car for those presets that let me move between the radio dial. I don't have to carry every idea I've ever had. I can have these ones that are sort of top of mind, the ones that are currently the most interesting. I can always reprogram one of those radio station presets, but if right now I'm into 
you know, jazz music. I might have three jazz stations programmed in there. Six months from now, it's alternative rock. I'll reprogram those stations. I can always change those. I can always change that preset. But I always want to have top of mind the significant things that sort of matter to me. So hopefully I'm giving you some different ways of thinking about presets, not just in Lightroom, but how presets that set up ahead of time and getting prepared to go out and make your photographs can be done in a way that makes you much more successful. I hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Again, you're listening to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am Daniel Gregory. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you next time.